0: as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. All
1: right, here we go. If you have your Bible, go with me on the right-hand side to Luke chapter five. I'm gonna talk just for a minute and then we're gonna just flow into some things um, if you're cool with that. Is that good for you tonight? Oh my gosh, people are gonna get healed all over the place tonight. This is gonna be amazing. How many need a healing in your body? You need a healing in your body. Look at all those hands, come on. How many know the Bible says Jesus said healing is for the children? It's the children's bread. How many know God loves to heal people? Come on. God doesn't make people sick. If he does, heaven will be filled with sickness, and it's not. And on earth, it can be as it is in heaven. Anybody believe that? Anybody got faith for that? Something big is going to happen there in the future for a lot of people is going to get unlocked um, tonight. So this is going to be great. Luke chapter 5. Here we go. Uh, Verse 1 through 11. Let me just read it, and I'll read it fast, okay? So it was, as the multitude pressed about Jesus to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. And he stood by there, and he saw two boats anchored by the lake. And the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. When he stopped speaking, he said to Simon Peter, "'Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch.'" Someone say, let down my nets for a catch. Good, you're paying attention. Here we go. Verse five, this is good. Simon Peter says, but master, we have toiled all night and we caught nothing. That's in the ghetto translation of my Bible. (laughs) Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the nets. And when they did this, they caught such a great number of fish that their net began to break. Wouldn't that be awesome this year that all of a sudden you have so much in your bank account? Come on, you lose so much weight that you're like, I gotta stop. Come on. (laughs) You have so much passion. You're like, baby, I can't handle it anymore. Just saying someone's gonna have a breakout year. Might as well be you. God's no respecter of persons. Last time I checked my Bible. Am I right, Mark? Am I right on that? Come on, all right. I love that. So it says, uh, I gotta get back to where it was. (laughs) For he, and oh, he, he says it was verse seven. So they signaled to their homies in the other boats to come along with them and help fill the boats with all the fish, so much so that they began to sink. That's a lot. Verse eight, when Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees and says, depart from me, I'm a sinful man, O Lord for he and all that were with him were astonished, or they were tripping at the catch of fish they'd taken in." You like how I read the Bible? <laughs> Hooked on phonics works for X. Went to the Sylvan Learning Center, it worked. So also are James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon, and he goes, Jesus said to Peter, "'Do not be afraid, from now on you will catch men. "'And when they brought their boats to the land, "'they forsook all, And they followed him. This is gonna be powerful tonight. It's interesting that at the beginning it says that all these people were pressing into Jesus. You usually don't press in your life, at least I've discovered in my own world, until you're either incredibly inspired or you're incredibly desperate. You usually don't get your greatest miracles, your breakthroughs, your greatest changes in your disruptions in your relationship. How many of you can't change your future till you're willing to disrupt your present? That's a good tweetable moment right there. Write that one down. You need to keep that one with you. Write it in your Bible. Write it on your phone. You can't change your future till you're willing to disrupt your present. Because comfort, which which we worship is a church in America, the American church worships comfort over God many times. We acute or we attribute success or faith to success. That has nothing to do with faith. Come on, somebody. The only way you can measure faith is faithfulness. Because how many know you could have up and down seasons? If you judge someone's faith by the season you're in, seasons change. Come on, somebody. You can't judge somebody, come on, they might be going to be a president one day, might be in abject poverty right now. You can't judge faith by things, because things are riches, riches are what you have, wealth is who you are. You judge faith by faithfulness, passion, determination, that's what the Bible says, be fervent in spirit, serving God. Come on, if we were to do like a little test on you the last like seven days, would there be enough evidence to convict you that you've been on fire for the things of God? Or is like the passion kind of gone out? Come on, you go through the motions, you do the normal, and your normal is your enemy all of a sudden, huh? Because now you put your comfort or you arrange your faith, every run around your comfort rather than what your courage can do, what your faith can do. It says these people were desperate. They had knowledge of, hey, man, if I get to Jesus, something can change in my life. Have you ever gotten there where you're either incredibly inspired, like, God, you got to show me something about the future. God, I want to see what tomorrow has for me. I want to see what my purpose is. I want to see what my destiny is. David said, help me to know the end of my time so that I might live well today. Couldn't we use some wisdom like that be inspired? In fact, I just need to throw this little nugget because it'll help somebody right here that's making some decisions right now. Wisdom is being happy now and also being happy making a decision now what you'll be happy later. Come on, somebody. Where foolishness is always looking at how can I just satisfy myself immediately and comfort myself immediate. Don't get caught in the emergency trap. Come on, somebody. I just wanted to throw a little nugget in there because someone's making a decision. Do now what you'll be happy with in 10 years. They were pressing into Jesus. They were desperate for something. The woman with the issue of blood, she pressed into Jesus, she got healing. Bartimaeus, a blind man, he walked blindly on a word and an invitation for Jesus. He got his eyesight. I remember being in New York, and there was about maybe about 15,000 people in the stadium, and I remember a woman standing, maybe about where you are, Irvin, Morgan, and right where, he was, where she was, she was so desperate, her baby had some type of a, brain disease and I remember she threw the baby in the air I caught the baby she was so desperate because there was miracles happening and there was no medical cure it's amazing that when you run out of options in America we got the blue cross the red cross usually the cross is our last resort (laughs) we got insurance plans come on somebody you get into third world countries, they don't got insurance plans. Their desperation is intense. They'll do whatever they got to do to get whatever they got. Why? Because they don't have, they'll find a way or they'll make a way. When you get desperate enough, you'll find a way or you'll make a way. They were pressing into Jesus to hear the word of God. It's interesting, they're pressing unlock this whole situation for somebody else. How many know your hunger can change the atmosphere of your home? How many know your spiritual hunger can change the atmosphere and the temperature which you show up in your business? It can show up in how you handle money, how you handle contracts. How many know when you, have, when you, when you, when you touch God, when you touch fire, don't, you don't live in smoke. When you touch fire and you have passion, you're a different bird than when you are when you just play it safe and you do life as usual. There's something that the scripture says, blessed are those that are hungry, they get filled. How do you stay hungry? How do you live hungry? Because the Bible says God meets those that are looking for him, 2 Chronicles 16 9. He says he meets him who anticipates him, Isaiah 64, 5. He's looking for someone to anticipate power. Not just in a church service, but on, could you imagine, I'm anticipating God to show up on my business. I'm anticipating promotion. I'm anticipating buying a home. Uh, I'm anticipating selling stuff. I'm anticipating... Healing hurting people. I'm anticipating writing a book. I'm anticipating something good happen. David said, Surely goodness and mercy will chase me down. How many know you're most creative, you're most loving when you have anticipation in your life? They were pressing in to hear the word of God. They pressed in and Jesus came upon the shore. And he noticed in the shallow end, the boats were anchored in the shallow end. The word anchor means to be locked down and tied down, weighted down in the shallow, insignificant. Do you know most drownings, they happen in the shallow end with experienced swimmers? It's called shallow water blackout people become so comfortable being in the shallow end cuz they can stand so comfortably that they stop focusing on hey those waters are powerful and they stop focusing on the power of those waves and all of a sudden they lose their equilibrium and they succumb to the very waters they could stand in and swim in because they weren't paying attention he came to these shallow boat the boat in the shallow end And I love this, I want to use this, just stop here for a minute. Imagine for a minute, what's locked down in the shallow end for your life? What about the dreams that God gave you? The poor man's not a man without a sin. It's a man without a dream. Helen Keller said, what's worse than being born blind? Having sight with no vision or dream. Without a dream, you're a slave to your surroundings. In every generation, God looks for someone to think big so they don't live small and dream with him. He had Abraham. He had Joseph. He had Gideon. Come on. He had people in times of life. He had Martin Luther King Jr. He had a Rosa Parks. He had people. He had a Jürgen Metesius that decided to dream of a world that didn't exist, but had to exist. Where's the dreamer inside of you? Has disappointment got the best of your dreams? Well, this, I'm gonna settle here, I'm gonna plateau here. So now you're anchored in a shallow end experience, you're drowning in disappointment, maybe things didn't work out, and so you put the dreamer in shelf. If the dreamer inside you could talk, what would the dreamer say? It's been hard watching you settle for less and less. Working a job beneath your talent would be beneath your skill. Settling for so low, not demanding very much of yourself. Because God's activity in your life is limited the size of your dreams. What's your dream? What could it do? What more can you be? What more will you be? How much more can you give? Come on, your vision is your future. Slap the person next to you say, if you have no vision, you got no future. Come on. Some of you ought to reinvent yourself and reposition yourself again and say, what am I going to pursue these next five years of my life? I'm going to run after something. I don't want to run in circles. I want to run with aim. I want to run with purpose. I want to run with meaning. I want to run with intensity. I want my life to count. Come on, somebody. How many know you'll never experience the life you're unwilling to dream about? What about the love inside you? Has you been locked down on the shallow end? Why you've lost love, it's become listless, come on, to maybe labels and made you feel insecure so you don't receive love, therefore you don't give love. You get in relationships for what you can do to get me okay, to make me okay, to make me happy, and you realize that you've exchanged love for lust. Why? Because love looks to give, lust takes. Come on, somebody. How many know relationships only work if you look at them as a place to give? How often are you looking at your business relationships, your intimate relationship with your children? What can I give to you? How can I improve you? Young people, look at me. Don't let the culture define how you decide. Love is not love. That's BS. God is love. God is love. Love is not love. God is love. Jesus is love. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. 100%. God is love, but love is a choice. That's why God's relationship with you on His side is already made up. I chose you in love. He only made you to love you. What are you doing with the love of God? Are you receiving it or rejecting it? Are you allowing condemnation to rob you of your confidence that gives you the ability to develop your potential, your ability, your skills, your gifting? Because you're no longer receiving love, what happens? Hold on to hurt. Low self-esteem, come on. Weak identity. Then you look at everybody. I I need somebody to help me just feel okay. I need somebody to help me feel okay. Now you use people rather than love and give to people. Love doesn't work. Relationships don't work unless we look at them as a place to give. And if you're in an intimate relationship, this week ask the question, what's the mood I want to set? Don't blame other people for the lack of love in your home. Or the lack of love in your life. How many know, love begins with me. Love begins when I start receiving God's love and say, I'm gonna set a mood. I'm gonna set an atmosphere. I'm gonna show up and be more generous and more kind. I can measure how much love's coming through with how much generosity's flowing out of my heart. If there's not enough evidence, I'm in the shallow end. I can touch, I'm comfortable. What about the gifting inside you? Is the cancer of comparison robbing the world of the rich genius God put in you, his gene inside you, there's a gift in you. Someone say, there's a gift in me. Come on, slap the person next to you like you was at T.D. Jakes at church. Say, there's a gift in you, playa. Hey, 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 come on, look at all those smiles. Merry heart does good like medicine. Cheerful mind works healing. Plus, you got 82 muscles in your face. It'd be good to work them out every once in a while. I said this before, but it's worth just saying because it'll bless a lot of people. You smile three times a day for five minutes a day, you'll open neurological function in your brain that your neurons are stopped firing. You'll release dopamine in your brain, which is equivalent to cocaine. You'll begin to feel good. The oxytocin will get into your bloodstream. You'll actually stimulate your metabolism system, and you can begin to lose weight all by smiling. That was free of charge. Not even Dr. Oz says that. <laughs> that was a deep prophetic word. In fact, there's somebody here, I, oh, okay, that's a good one. Look okay, I just, look. Like, mm, there's somebody here, you're working on a health or a diet type of a manual for a business you wanna launch to help people with their weight. Is that you, ma'am? Are you working on a manual? Like a book or a manual to help people take control of their dietary? Is that you? You're raising your hand. Yes, yeah, I see you way up on the cheap seats. I see you. Stand up for a minute. Lord, I thank you for how you told me that in my ear. Lord, I thank you for wisdom to help her put it together, and I pray that she would have significant help, to be a success on it, to be able to help other people battle the emotional wounds that lead to unhealthy behaviors. They would be able to uproot soul issues and break soul cycles in their hearts and their minds, and you will equip her. And many times you feel like, I'm not sure if it's gonna work out. I wanna do it, but I'm not sure. You take a step forward, and then you stop, and you put it on the shelf for about two and a half years. Am I about right, two years? Am I 100, we never talked about this? About two years. The Lord The Lord says now is the time to take this out of the shallow end, or it will die in the shallow end. This is a time, and he will meet you. He will meet you. Hear me out. He will meet you, especially in the month of August. If you'll do the work, because he can't do the work for you, he'll do it with you. He's a co-laborer with mankind, according to 2 Corinthians 6.2. Hear me out. August 13th, there will be a launch date if you're willing to put the work in. And when you begin to launch it, watch the clientele and the visibility he will give you. The Lord says, I will astound you. The thing that the doubt has tried to say would not work and plague your mind. I will defy that doubt, and I will show myself strong on your behalf, says the Lord. Powerful. That's powerful. Give the Lord a clap and a shout. All that came out of that. All that came out of that. That was cool. Like, wow, wow that was crazy. What's the gift you got to sharpen? What's the gift you got to develop? What's the gift? That's what I love about our church. Is what happens. We're constantly developing the gifting inside of people. Watch. Don't let that thing stay in the shallow end. Dust that thing, you can't look at other people to reveal what you're capable of, come on. Michael Jordan, he said, all I knew on his wall, I was in there one time at, in Chicago, he said, all I knew was I never wanted to be average, it's written on his wall. He said, I never competed against another player, I competed against the next version of myself, because looking at other people would never reveal what I'm capable of. I would play at their level, not at my level. The price to greatness in your life, according to Winston Churchill, is responsibility with that potential. That's why Paul said to Timothy what he says, come on, don't neglect the gift that's in you. Don't just treat it in minor importance. Put some value on it, because somebody else is waiting on the other side for you to use that gift. And if you never develop it, come on, then you'll miss your opportunities. I don't know about you. Life is a trust. God gave every one of us gifts. And at the end, he's going to do an audit. His evaluation determines my rewards or lack thereof. Come on, wouldn't you want to say, I did something with what you gave me. Maybe I put it on the back burner during COVID season. Come on. Riot season, I wasn't using it. But now that all that's over, come on, somebody. I'm going to do something about what I got in my hand. God's asking you what you got in your hand. Let's take it out of the shallow end and stir that thing up. Stir up that gift inside you. Stir up that gift inside you. In a room this way, a third of you have the gift of healing. In a room this big, one third of this Christian audience, the body of Christ, God's body, I mean it's true, has the gift of healing. Imagine how much healing we could bring at Del Taco. Come on, somebody. Imagine how much healing we could bring at 7-Eleven, y'all. Not just Slurpees, come on, somebody. How we know we can bring so much healing to people's minds, their families, and we could be repairers of the breach. We can be the light of the world, the salt of the earth. That sounds so nice. I don't have any confidence in it. Well, one way you should get confidence is by what? Repetition. You become good at what you build. Come on, somebody. You got a slack hand, you stay weak and poe. You got a diligent hand, you become rich according to the scriptures. And if you really want to stir up your own confidence, find someone to fight for. You want to become more confident immediately in your life? Anybody want to just become more confident in their life and how God can use your life, work in your life? Find someone to fight for. Find someone to really fight for. As a family, find another family to fight for economically. Find a family to fight for that they're battling cancer. Find a family to fight for where their kid is dyslexic and having a tough time reading. Imagine the healing that would flow out of our life. Jesus came in the shallow end and goes, yo, Pete, Peter had a casual relationship with Jesus up to this point, meaning it was, it was just casual. He would show up. That's why he didn't write a gospel. Peter didn't write a gospel. He would show up with some of his healing expeditions. It was cool. And so it was casual. But Jesus showed up this day and goes, Peter, I want investment now. I gave you an identity. He was born. His name was Simon. Simon means a way, wayward one, someone that fluctuates between hope and despair, Someone that's all over the place emotionally. You can see that in Peter's life. Come on. One minute he's walking on water. Next minute he's cussing Jesus out. Isn't that wild? Jesus didn't even trip. God can handle your weakness. He ain't nervous. He knew what he took on when he said, I chose you. He knows his ability to turn your weakness into strength. He's not depending on you. He's depending on his resume. He's handled a lot of funky people worse off than you. Come on, somebody. He met him a year and a half prior to this moment. A year and a half went by before this moment happened. And he gave him another identity. We call you Peter the Rock. Your parents labeled you and named you this. They gave you that identity, which meant destiny. That's the way you to see your life. But we call you Peter the Rock. So you never see Jesus always calling him Simon alone. He always calls him Simon Peter. It actually wasn't until the very end where he said, Satan has asked for you, Simon, Simon, to sift you as wheat. Notice the devil did not ask for Peter, he only asked for Simon. Why do I say that? The only hold the devil has is who you used to be before you came into Christ and who God says you are. If anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. Give the Lord a clap and a shout for the blood of Jesus on your life. Give the Lord a clap and a shout like the grace of God on your life. Come on, his marvelous grace, his marvelous love. Come on, this is good, here we go, watch. Watch. He sits there and he, he says, I want an investment. Give me your boat. I don't want you to invest. Give me your boat. I want you to sow into me. I want you to sow. Come on. I want you to invest into me. Let my business, let your business become my platform. Some of you need to start partnering with God. Watch what he'll do with your business. He can do more with, your 10 per, with 90%. You give him 10% than you can do with 100%. He knows everybody. I was working on deals with ESPN in between speaking engagements today, and we're like, okay, but then this person, we can hook up that deal, and we can hook up that deal, and hook up that deal, because they offered me a part on the whole show now. It's going to start. Yeah, I haven't talked about it. This is happening. Yeah. <laughs> Two minutes a day, five days a week. Watch how powerful, though. Why? wah, wah. wah. He knows everybody's connected. I don't need to know Grant Cardone. I don't need to know. I don't got to know I don't know that, that pastor, that that doctor. I don't need to know that. I I know God. God knows how to get me where I need to go. If I'll put him first and also let's seed our future as our pastor would say. I steal his material right there. Let's seed our future. Sow where I want to go. Sow where I want. How many times, babe, have we been in positions where we had to sow first before we saw abundance later? Where we had to give before it felt good? I don't want to do it. It don't feel comfortable. And then you start equating. You start evaluating everything natural. You can't walk with God by evaluating your life by natural means. That's an inferior level of knowledge called your senses. The Bible says you walk by faith, not by how you feel or your sense. Your senses will lie to you. Come on. How many of they will tell you things that aren't true? Well, the doctor said, you know how you feel. You've been so grumpy lately. I, I wonder what's going on. Your senses will lie to you. And God's word by nature will look like a lie because it defies your logic. It's always calling out of you what you don't see. It's telling you what you won't have. Oh man, come on somebody. So he says to Simon, he says, give me a boat. He gets on the boat real quickly and they're out there and he goes, I want you to launch back out into the deep. God gives an invitation, Peter gives the limitation. I would love to, but we toiled all night. And The word in the Greek language, toil. I'm tired on the inside and I'm tired on the outside. I have the do not disturb sign. Go talk to somebody else right now, Jesus. I already gave you my boat. Anybody try to negotiate with God? Come on, somebody. I already gave you that one time in church. I lifted my hands. And they told you to say hallelujah. I didn't even want to, but I did. Come on, look up, we always negotiate. Come on. I already said I forgive you one time. Come on, I already said I love you first. I already did all that. We try to negotiate. And he says, I want you to launch out. I want you to set in motion into something in the deep. And he goes, man, we toiled all night. Tired on the inside, on the outside. And the nighttime is the natural season to fish. Why are you saying this, Rex? Because the same thing that happened then is about to happen in this moment right now. That might be the natural time where you should say, I'll wait until we get back to nighttime because that would be a natural time. But God's saying this, I'm changing the times and I'm changing the seasons. So I'm calling you to launch out in this season, not wait for all the housing market to get back, not wait for Joe Biden to see whether he lives or dies. I'm calling you to launch out. Now waiting to see if Donald Trump becomes the president. Now waiting to see if gas of Gavin Newsom fails. He's asking you to launch out. Slap the person next to you. Say launch out, launch out, launch out, launch out, launch out. And when he did, all eyes on me. And when he did. All of a sudden, an abundance. I love it, Jesus. He spoke of an unseen abundance. Some of you ought to start speaking that in your home. Goodness and mercy are chasing me down. God's meeting all of my needs. I have favor with God and favor with man. Favor with God and favor with man. I'm increasing in wisdom. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. The spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is giving life to my body. (laughs) Launch out. So much came in overflow. And when they had that overflow, they had to get other people. Your life's about to become so good. Maybe you've been disappointed. Maybe you've been in a season of suffering so much lack and shortage of health, shortage in your joy, shortage in your peace, shortage in your life, relationships, shortage in financially, shortage in opportunity. But that hindering thing that's hindered that God is changing the times and the seasons. Daniel two twenty one says, God changes times and he changes the seasons. <laughs> How many can feel that there's a season shift happening? That's why you've been in a little transition and you've not, you felt unsettled. It wasn't the devil, it was God. He had to dry up some things in the natural to get you into the spiritual. This isn't a natural gospel or a logical gospel. It's a supernatural gospel. That's why miracles are the norm when you talk about Jesus. If you talk about Christianity without Jesus, you get a bunch of religious theories. And a bunch of stuff that doesn't require any faith out of you. And the Bible says the only thing that pleases God is your faith. (laughs) Someone's about to come into something brand new. Somebody's about to launch out. Someone's going to take a shot in their faith. Come on. In their their health. They're going to launch a business here. They're going to launch something in this. time. How many feel God's communicating? I need to launch something. I need to set something. Up. Just like a mother eagle would remove all the comfort of the nest. Because you realize that mother e- the mother eagle realizes all the baby eaglets will die in that nest if they don't learn to use their wings. All the comfort she put in there, she now takes away because she realizes if they stay in there, they become easy prey and dependent on that mother to take care of them their whole life. How many know God's taking you off, come on, weaning you off the milk? He's weaning you off, living by everybody else's faith. He's about to find your own wing. Someone's about to launch out in the deep. Give the Lord a clap and a shout. I'm done speaking. Come on, give the Lord a clap and a shout. Oh, this is going to be good. Watch this for a minute. Someone's had, uh, you've had pain in the top of your chest. It's not your heart, but it's like in your, ch- in your chest. You've been having pain in your chest, up in the upper, in your chest. Where, where are you? So I can feel it. Where, someone's lifting your hand, where? Up in the cheap seats, way, okay, way up there. Way up there. Can you just stand up, if you don't mind, my love? What's your beautiful name? Emily. Would you guys all stretch your hands and pray for Emily just for a minute? How many of you could reach your heart out toward her? Come on, not just say a prayer. Lord, I thank you for your healing presence flowing through Emily because you love her. Lord, your healing power right now flowing through and taking that pain and that sting out of her chest. And I thank you for removing the disappointment she's felt on the inside. And the Lord says today, I'm going to remove that stigma in your mind that I can't get it right. I can't get it right. I I feel like I take a couple steps forward, I can't get it right. It was beaten down on you at the age of six, and it was beaten down on you at the age of ten, and the Lord says, I'm cutting that umbilical cord tonight, I'm breaking that power that's been under, that sabotaged all your great intentions, for I love you, says the Lord, and watch today, as even now, as I'm taking that pain out of your chest, the headaches will go as well, and your sleep will be restored unto you even this night, for I'm bringing a healing in your soul and in your body, for didn't. I not say healing is my gift to my kids this night be healed in Jesus name do you feel that go through you what just happened yell at me I can't run up there we got too many young hustlers up here yeah isn't it awesome that God loves you so much? Isn't God wonderful? Isn't he beautiful? Is there like a Jules or a Julie or a Jules or Julie? Is your name Julie? Jules? Julia? Stand up for a minute. That's the crazy, I'm just hearing the, I am was hearing Jules, Julia. Do they call you Jules? Your, gra- your grandpa calls you Jules? Is he still with us or is he already in heaven? He does, what a beautiful name. Just lift your hands for a minute. Holy Spirit, I thank you for going through beautiful Julia's life and her heart. I thank you for the great destiny and the future you have for her. I thank you that, Lord, you're going to become very, very close with her, and you're going to share things. You're going to heal matters in her heart, and you're going to settle her and establish her and who you've called her to be. I thank you for unleashing gifting inside of her, Lord, and this is going to be a beautiful, beautiful August for her. I thank you, God, that you've ordained, Father, a time away, a special time. She's going to go somewhere and do something. I see it, Lord, in the month of August, and I thank you upon her return that you have a fresh opportunity that will be presented to her in a business side that's going to be really, really, um, it's going to be financially exciting for you. I'll say that around September 2nd, 3rd, 4th, somewhere in there, there's going to be an opportunity that's going to come to you you know not of, and God's going to present it to you. And if you would like to have that, you can have it, God doesn't force anything. But there's going to be an opportunity the Lord's going to bring to you. And I thank you, God, for your hand of goodness upon this beautiful woman, Julia. Thank you for blessing her family and touching them and ministering to them. In Jesus' name, flow through her. Boom. Just flow through her Holy Spirit. Be healed everywhere you need to be healed. Amen. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. What would you feel? What would you feel go through? Did you feel like a warmth? Did you feel peace? What's that, my love? Light? Are you glad you came tonight? Did I do a good job speaking? I could tell my mom I did good today. <laughs> oh, this is good. What's gonna happen? Oh my gosh, you're gonna call me. What was he gonna say? <laughs> Watch how powerful. Uh, somebody's hip, your your left hip, your left hip has been giving you pain. It's been painful in your left hip. Is that is that you up there? I've got a couple people. You you right there. What happened to your left hip? Yes. oh, please come down here. Can somebody help her? And can we make a little bit of a way for my lovely friend? I'll come meet her. Yeah, give me a little bit of sound behind you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Man, I love you, man. Come on. We're doing it right. Come on, man. This is just like old times, remember? I'm just joking. I like you. You're going to make a lot of money. You had a lot of bright ideas. God's removing two different people from your space economically because they're not going to have the same purpose. They're not bad people, but they're not going to go in the same vein. Don't be nervous when there's a little bit of a lull. The lull will come, and then all of a sudden, there's going to be a launch for you. And God's going to allow you to implement some of the thoughts they are going to go from an intention to an inception. And watch what happens in the latter part of the third quarter of this year. You're going to get your footing and grounding, and things are going to begin to take off for you. Ideas, and there's going to be great wealth in your home, and God's going to trust you. It's going to be a test. It's going to be a test. And you're going to come into partnership with him, and God's going to use it, and He'll multiply it. He's going to show you things, how to do things, and how to how to how to move with it. You're going to move with money; it's not going to move you. He's going to give you the integrity that you're. It's going to move with you. It's going to move with you. Not not going to push you around. I thank you, God, for that incredible favor on him for a king, Lord. I thank you, Father. I thank you for the ability to master money and master finance and master things. In Jesus' name, you feel that. Is that dope? For real. Isn't that crazy? I was walking by and I could feel that. Okay, what's your name? I'm sorry. Tina. Tina. Okay, look at all these cool people. Okay, you got a bunch of new sisters, brothers, all different colors, just like heaven's going to be. You better get used to it. There's going to be a lot of people there you don't like. There's going to be a lot of people there you wish, come on, weren't there. Then you're, like, you're going to have to love them. Come on. <laughs> but I want to say this. I want to go after this for a minute. It's easy to be a watcher of people in pain. I just spoke really good. It's a gift. Is that fair? It would be easy to stay on that stage stay up there and speak and walk. Hey, what a great meeting. And that's what we're used to in America. Wouldn't it be just like the Jesus style to go after something that people are hurting and get involved in it? Can we all do that? Miracles are sometimes messy. They're not always clean. Is that fair? Why would you do that? Because I care. I hate watching people suffer. I hate it. Not like, oh, I just like, I hate it. I don't like it when someone leaves and they're still hurting. Because I know what that's like to do that with my mama. And walking a miracle print out for two years. I know what it's like when they said she's probably going to die to Lyme's disease. I know what it's like having to fight with the word of God in my mouth. And nothing changing on the outside. But we kept going after being tenacious. So that's why I do it for people. Is that cool? Okay, so here's my friend. Watch. Okay, it's on the left hip. Okay. Okay. You put your hand there and I'm going to... Lord, I put my hand on her hand, not on her hip. Come help me, girl. I like you, whoever you are in the leopard. That'll be help. See, I can't get in trouble that way. You know what I'm saying? She put her hand up on her hip. Anyways, that's not a Christian song. Don't repeat it. Come on, would you stretch your hands towards this beautiful woman? What right now if she got completely healed? I got faith for it. Do you? I'm going to be shocked if she does and not if she does. In the name of Jesus, I command all that pain to go out of the sciatica. And I thank you, Lord, the creative miracle healing presence of Jesus to flow through her hip. I pray that, Lord, where there's torn cartilage and ligament damage, I pray you'd go into that area right now. You're going to feel a warmth go through that area. Restore mobility and restore functionality all through that hip. No hip, I pray no hip replacement. I pray she not to have that tonight, a supernatural healing presence from your Holy Spirit into her body, and I thank you for doing it in Jesus' name. Watch that. Boom. There it goes through you. You feel that? You feel that energy in there? Okay. Walk with me, girlfriend. Let's go. You said, yeah. You feel it? Let's go. Everyone's going to watch us. This is going to be fun. How does that feel? Is there a difference? It's not hurting you right now. Were you expecting it to? Yeah, you were? Okay, I'm going to take you, take you out of that. Business is about to get real good for you. Look at me for a minute. There will be a promotion that will come to you around the August, October 13th to the 15th of this year. Stand up for a second. Oh, I still got my hand on this beautiful woman. Around 13th or 15th, you're being positioned and primed. And God's going to really expand things for you. And you've always wondered, is it going to really expand and grow for me? I watch other people and other people breaking out, other people doing things. It's going to happen for you, and you're going to become a Joseph to your family. They're going to see a dreamer emerge. They said, we've always been blue-collar and hard worker. Yeah, you're a hard worker, but you're going to break the molds. You're going to break the mold in your family and God's going to really bless and enrich you and what he's going to bring into your home. And there's going to be incredible, your family, just like Peter launched out and all of those people got miracles because of what he decided to do. Just as you're going to experience something that's going to beautifully happen for your life, all these people in your family are going to be blessed. They're going to look at our mijo, look at what he did, look at our family, look at what he did. Look at what God did through him. God's going to really, really bless you and all that condemnation and heaviness you felt. Just lift your hands. Just lift your hands. Holy Spirit, flow through him right now. One, two, three. Boom. Flow through him. Flow all the way through him and lift all that pressure off. And I thank you for doing it. In Jesus' name. Do you feel that? That's a good word, huh? I'd be pretty excited about that. It's going to change the whole landscape of your freaking life. Move your hip around. Isn't that neat? You're excited Friday to go in there and they're going to tell you?
0: They're going to do the the x-ray Friday and say, no, no hip replacement for you.
1: I'll tell you something. Where's Ben? Ben's a psychologist. He's traveled with me for about 15 years. And the other day we prayed for someone in a room and he had uh, liver cancer and pancreatic cancer stage 4. It's a death sentence. 70 years of age, we called him out. Manuel by name. He stood up in the middle of a meeting. This was about a month ago, five weeks ago and he came went to the doctors and we didn't have any knowledge you know he just said he felt god's power go through him there was no visible change in front of us he went and got a clean bill of health not one bit of pancreatic cancer not one bit of liver cancer completely healed so that's i love that come on i love your faith come on girl you got a ministry gift on you you're gonna do stuff god's gonna do stuff for you yeah you lord i thank you for using her life in a powerful way not just the testimony but using her lord to speak faith and counsel people and lord to bring wisdom to people i thank you that you're going to enlarge her god's going to shock you i thank you god for the opportunities to begin to expand and step out under the waters in this area and i thank you for using her life powerfully she gets prophetic insights and i thank you that lord you're going to use this opportunity to lord to be a vehicle to bring people out of places of eternal pain internal suffering into places of wholeness in your name in Jesus name bam thanks for coming to church that was cool give the Lord a clap and a shout come on got a couple minutes left I love you come on I like you who are you yeah you play it come on He's like a local hero. You're good. (laughs) Your heart's beating fast. (laughs) Can you stretch your hands towards this incredibly young man? Lord, we thank you for the incredible call and the destiny that's on his life. I thank you for that evangelistic call that's on his life. I thank you that, Lord, he won't blend in like a chameleon into his culture. He'll lead his culture. I thank you that, Lord, you'll use him as a voice just like Jeremiah in his time, that he'll have such a compassion for his people, for the people in the communities, that, Lord, he raised people out of ashes. I thank you for a favor on him, the same kind of favor that's on my friend Matt Barnett. Let that kind of favor, I pray, be on him at a dream center, that he would restore a dream in people. He would restore a hope in people. I pray that he would reconnect people to the purpose and the plan of God. I thank you for the great call that's on his life and miracles that will explode through his hands. Even as he prays, I thank you for a gift of faith. Lord, I thank you for an incredible gift of faith on his life. In Jesus' name. Now, some of you got nervous. You're like, oh my gosh, is that Christian TV? I'm not going to ask you for your money to send you holy water from Jerusalem. I'm not into gimmicks. How many know if God actually does that? He did it to Ezekiel, John. He did it to a couple of the prophets. Jesus spoke and the whole army that came to arrest him fell down. It's cool if God does it. It's ugly if people do it. How many know that's true? So let's not throw out the great experience because of a couple knuckleheads. Is that fair? I'm going to say something a little bit intimate for a minute, but There's about 13 different marriages here that things have really been strained, that have really been hurting. And I don't want to put any blasts. I'm not going to have you stand up. But if you're believing God for your marriage just to be stronger and better and richer, how about that? Let tonight be a night that you launch out. Let be tonight be the night you look at your lover and say, I love you. Uh, you're going to get a better husband, a better wife. You're going to become more visible. I'm not going to criticize as well. I'm going to shift things in our home. I want to share a future with you, not just a past with you. It's time I need to show up as a better lover in our home. I need to magnify the positive rather than the negative. God wants to shift. There's 13 different marriages he's telling me right now. God wants to shift. How many know we're known by our love, not by our gifts? In heaven, love's a currency. In fact, just put your hand on the person's shoulder real quick and just say, God, fill them with the knowledge of how much you love them. And let love pour into their life. Heal their minds. Heal their soul. And fill them with great hope. In Jesus' name. Woo, that's good right there. Is there, real quickly, real quickly before... And I'll stay later. I know there's people out in the overflow. John, maybe some ushers can take me out there, and I'll pray for every person. I'll just pray. I'll just go for it. It's so my last night for two weeks. i got to go travel, but I don't have to speak for a couple of weeks. But are those the prophecy people that wore prophecy shirts? The high team. Oh, I thought you were serious. I was like, man, they're really color-coordinated tonight. That's dope. Is there like um, is there like a is there a Justin by chance in here a Justin a Justin a Justin is there a Justin if I'm missing it yell at me wet you said right there not wet what <laughs> back there yes or no is there just okay chuck it whatever what's that could be an overflow. Yeah, I had an idea there was going to be a business idea that was going to come to somebody that named by the name of Justin. And it was going to change their, their family. Um, I just I still feel that. Oh, man, all right, well, Chuck it. The other day I was at Emerge and somebody caught it. So the Lord said someone's name Carrera. And I called somebody out by the name of Carrera. I'm a widow. Come on, somebody. Pequito Espanol. The Lord goes, there's somebody here Carrera. That's the way I said it, too. Three generations of alcohol. In the freaking back was a dude by the name of Carrera. And homie ran all the way to the front and gave his life to Christ, got delivered. Hey, that's pretty cool, huh? Have you ever had that happen before? That's dope, huh? Yeah. You think I should continue on doing that stuff? All right. All right. I got a future in it. All right, it's cool. Um, this is going to be very, very powerful. Um, the Lord gave a word on Sunday that their insurance claims were going to be uh, come through for some people that's going to happen very very speedily uh, insurance claims that are going to come through very very quickly those who have your hands up on insurance there's uh, the, I feel that like the Lord Lord, I thank you that Lord it would happen speedily and efficiently justice for man comes from the Lord not man not government from the Lord I thank you God for vindicating and bringing these things to pass supernaturally in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Also, there's somebody here with hypoglycemia, where you, where you get lightheaded and you get dizzy. You get lightheaded and you get dizzy. Where are you? There's someone's hand. Oh, they're all pointing at somebody. And are, do they want to, where? Stand up. If that's you too, sweetheart. Yeah, but aye, I, I mama. And they stand up. Has that been happening for a little while? Since third grade, that's not fun. Okay, I'm gonna pray for mama and pray for you. Okay, the buero, Jesus Cristo. I gotta put all my Spanish words together. Okay? Jesus Cristo, heal, heal your blood. Lord, go through her blood supernaturally. She's tell her she's gonna feel a warmth go through her blood as a tangible sign that God is cleansing her blood. I see it very clotted. The Lord's gonna bring healing through her blood and remove infirmity from her blood and things are gonna stabilize. And she's not gonna feel that sense that I'm losing my balance and the vertigo feeling in her head. Turn it down just a second, just a little softer on the drums just for a minute. Softer, just a softer, a little softer. Thanks, my brother. Sorry. God's gonna do this for you today. He's gonna to change that where you're not gonna feel wobbly He's going to bring healing into that area. Can someone communicate to them in Spanish that? And also your knee. Your knees are going to feel better. And the arch of your feet, that's been hurting. Am I right? Yeah, come here, Mara. This is awesome. Walk walk with me. What's your first name? Sandra. Some English? Okay, that's like me. It's a little Spanish. Your knee... Your knees gonna feel look oh what happened? What just happened? Bien BN? Was it BN BN before? No, go no it wasn't. Hey! So look, Jesus Cristo helping you out with the wedo. Okay, let's go, mama. We're gonna walk fast. Tell her let's go. Let's go. Let's move. <laughs> move your whole body. Watch how good you feel. and all that pain, watch, all that lifted. Yeah, isn't that weird? It's been there for about two months, watch. Move it now. What's that? Huh? A lot of time. A lot of time, what just happened? Who healed you? Jesus Christo? Yes, come on. Through the widow. Yes, come on. Lord, we thank you for her life and bringing healing in Jesus' name, all throughout her body. And her blood, let this, let her blood be stabilized. I speak to her blood, life, just as Ezekiel spoke to the blood. Life throughout her body, her platelets of her blood, regenerate her cardiac cells, her white blood cell count, stabilize it, not the fluctuation. And I thank you that all these headaches, these things go away. And thank you for her left knee being healed. I give you the praise, Jesus, in your beautiful name. Woo, you feel that? What'd you feel go through you? Beautiful. That's what you felt going through. Yeah, you're a beautiful woman. Aren't you glad you came to a church that believes God's good all the time? Yeah. Come on. Okay. So God bless. You. I love you. You can pray for me. Is this your mama? Come on. What a great. one. does she have? Was I right? Was. Yeah. Tell me. They just told her that she was going to be diagnosed with diabetes. She's been struggling.
0: She's been struggling with her knees, with her body, with her headaches, neck, everything. Like, she literally did not want to even come tonight because she was in so much pain. She didn't feel good. She was shaky. And I was like, no, this man is God Jesus. And the whole way here, I said, Rex is going to call my mama out of the crowd, and he is going to do it.
1: Give the Lord a clap and a shout. Come on, leave the Lord a clap. Come on, give the Lord a big old clap! All right, we're at eight oh five, Johnny. What do you want to th- What do you want? How you feeling, champ? What's that? Don't get mad at me. They're gonna throw stuff at you. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, I'll go for a couple minutes and I'll go to the lobby so I can pray for those people as well. Is that fair? Also, is that fair? Okay, cool. All right. Um, just pray. Can you, if you know how to pray for a minute, rather than just looking at me, just lift your hands for a minute. Just pray in the Spirit for a minute. If you know how to pray in tongues, pray in tongues. If you know how to pray in English, pray in English. Pray with your heart. Let's see how we'll kalesia. shift the song on that too. Let's shift the song on that. Let's go a little stronger. Something little soulful. Raba. rebeke come on just a couple more seconds thank you god in jesus name thank you lord thank you lord in jesus name there's somebody's daughter here that you're having a very very tough time um learning articulating communicating and god's going to bring a creative miracle to your daughter she's she feels like she's behind she's left like she's behind the eight ball that she's not up to par with other kids she's young where where is that your daughter how old is she 31 special needs there's also somebody here with a young child i I, i'm gonna pray it's young child how old your daughter sir Eight. There you go. Bango. All right. Yeah. There's, but there's, there, if you, it, there, yeah, stay up though, ma'am. I'll, I, I believe for that special needs 100%. 100%. Yes. Yes. Lord, we thank you. Yes. Things are shifting for you. This is a transitional period. I'm going to get to this. There's a transitional period. So just go ahead and stand up, my brother. You're in the orange too. I didn't know if you were part of their, the color squad or what. Awesome. Lord, I thank you for Lord a creative miracle healing over my friend's beautiful daughter. I thank you, Lord, for touching her and also thank you for this transition over this family. I thank you that Lord, you have great things. The Lord says, watch what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna show you how strong I am and stay keeping and supporting you and strengthening you. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, hear me for a minute. All of a sudden, there's gonna be an opportunity economically for you to be able to move money. It's going to probably come in the form of an investment that probably won't come to the very end of the year. But you'll remember my words. It'll come into your mind. You'll know it's God. Not because I said it, but it'll remind you. It'll be a confirmation. And God's going to use it to expand your family. And He's going to use it to expand things. But you're going to see a drastic improvement over the summer in your daughter's ability to communicate, her ability to to interpret things, to evaluate things. The Lord's going to touch that front lobe of her brain. I feel that going out to your eight-year-old girl too. Sir, with the eight-year-old daughter, the Lord's going to just touch the the front light, the right front lobe of her brain. I feel that. Lord, I thank you for creative miracle healings over these children. Lord, I thank you that these kids will be the head and not the tail. They'll be mighty in the land. I thank you for restoring health to them. I thank you for bringing healing into them and their learning capacity. I thank you, the Lord, it would increase rapidly. In Jesus' name. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Oh, that's beautiful. Also, somebody, uh, there's somebody like in your, pel- your pelvis, your pelvis area, your, your pelvic area, your lower stomach. Sir, yes, yeah, sir, stand up. Ma'am, yeah. I can feel it. Lord, stretch your hands. If you're next to them, put your hands on their shoulders. Let's pray for them because we love them. Come on, faith works through love. You got this. Come on. If you're receiving, don't pray. You just receive. Say, Lord, I'm receiving healing into my body. Lord, a healing flow into their hip, through their pelvis area. I pray that you would go into, Lord, all throughout that body and bring wholeness and healing over their mortal bodies this day. We thank you for it, Lord, and restoring health to them. In Jesus' name pain we command that thing to go right now command that thing to go right now and you're gonna rest sir you're gonna rest better you're gonna have a lot of rest in your life where you're gonna feel good where things have felt like man you've been on a really tough you've been on a tough and a tough journey i can see it where it's like do i want to try again do i want to try again soft 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 go soft to me thanks guys thanks guys thanks guys carry me for a minute, carry me on the, on the strings or on the, on, the, on the synthesizer carry me I see, I see over a period of time where it felt like I've been on a losing streak and it feels like I can't get ahead, I show up I try and I can't get ahead and the Lord says tonight that I'm going to break this hindering spirit that's been against you and I'm going to start a brand new thing on the inside of you I thank you, God, for releasing fresh vision into his life and bringing healing throughout his body, mobility, giving him back rest in his body, expanding the oxygen in his brain, oxidizing his blood. And I thank you, Lord, that things are going to feel better in his body supernaturally. I thank you for bringing you to feel a warmth, like a wind go through his body right now. One, two, three, go through his body in Jesus' name. And I break Satan's plan against his life. And I thank you for restoring him unto health. I thank you that, God, you love that gentleman with an everlasting love, and that, God, the best days of his life are ahead of him, not behind him, in Jesus' name. Move your body. Look for healing for a minute. Look for healing. Just start moving your body. you got a great haircut, and you're a good man. What did you feel go through you, for real, for real? That healing power. Move your body. start moving around I know every one of us is watching I'll do it with you man come on two bald dudes oh man we're good looking oh look does it feel different where's all the pain it's not there now for reals was it there when you walked in tonight who healed you God did why because he loves you but things are about to change all over your life renovation you're under a renovation you're not about to abort this process. He's going to push something out of you. That's so much better. And where people took advantage of you and they put you up and, and I, I see it. I see. I can even see. I can go to a month. I can go to a month. I can see a month in the fall where something happened some years back. I can go there um, like a November 5th or November 5th or, an, or November 5th. And I can see where stuff was pitted against, like it was, stuff was done against you. And you fell victim to people's decisions. And I thank you, God, for redeeming matters and redeeming things in His hand and redeeming opportunity before Him. I thank you for this great victory in His life. Watch how things begin to shift for you. Aren't you glad you came on a Wednesday night? Miercoles. Right before, come on, Cinco de Mayo. Man, I'm in a Spanish mood. Hey! I... Okay, we gotta pick up kids, come on, because we can't let all of our workers, and how many know your kids aren't perfect all the time? None of you agreed with that except for like three. All your kids got a little Freddy Krueger in them. So you're gonna do those people a favor, okay? Look at me. When you go pick up your kids that are 99% Jesus and 1% Freddy Krueger, you're gonna go tell those workers how much you appreciate them and value that they put up with your 1% of Freddy Krueger and how much they love your kids. How about that tonight? Can we do that? Ministry team, we're going to have a ministry team up there. I'm going to go pray for a bunch of people out there real quickly. And also, what else do we got, John? Now, I'm not going to get stoned. You won't get stoned now. No, you're going to go out there with, with Andy. We're going to stay in here. We're going to sing a song. We're going to praise. We're going to let those guys. Uh, get some prayer, and your praise can unlock people. Come on, let's stand to our feet. I want to say this real quickly. Tim, 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 stand up. Tim, stand up real quickly before I go. The Lord Lord says, I'm about to open a, I'm gonna give you a movie, I'm gonna give you a movie, I'm gonna give you a movie, I'm gonna give you the movie. I'm gonna give you the movie, it's gonna come in the month of January of 2024. I'm gonna give you the movie, I'm gonna give you the movie for even the territory that you've walked. Yes, that cape is significant. I put the cape on you in this season for you're gonna soar where people have longed to go. Other people had to shortcut themselves to get into that room. I'm gonna put your name in that room and yes, you will be open the door to that they will see you as a different man for I'm increasing stature even before the eyes of man this is a season where I'm positioning you to bring forth these things and yes the platform will become a platform for other people for I will show you to say yes to and no to and yes this is a season where I am positioning you did I not have you move did I not have you sell did I not have you position things and watch what I do and yes I know this sounds name and it sounds flashy, but it's the truth. You will watch Spielberg have the conversation. And yes, the lot shall become the place that you reside and operate from. Watch what transpires in the year 2024. For now is a pivotal season. I'm building things inside you to prepare for what's before you. And yes, I'll use your voice to echo mine. And your voice shall be heard in the dark regions and of the place of Hollywood. And yes, people will respond on to the sound of my voice and a healing gift shall flow out of your wife melody and yes a healing gift shall flow out of your wife melody for they'll say healing for my soul healing for my mind healing for my bondage healing for my infirmity for Jesus said I will extend my hand through hers for this is a season and watch what I shall do as a crowning work in your children watch what I'll do as a crowning work in your children For I'm positioning even your daughter now for what's about to take place over her future. And watch what I do to accelerate the matter. And yes, your son shall find his rhythm in place, and he'll find his voice. For him and his bride shall speak, they shall travel, and yes, they will do great things in finance and making a difference for people's lives. Watch as I elevate your daughter-in-law to be, and watch the glory that shall be upon her. For it's I who called them, it's I that anointed them, and it's I that will raise them up, says the Spirit of the Lord. Give the Lord a clap at us now. Oh my goodness. Come here for a minute. Come here for a minute. Just lift your hands. Come here, sweetheart. Yeah. Come on, Summer. Come here, huh. Thank you, God. Stand right there, my love. Flow through. Thank you. Songs. Come here, my love. Come on. I love you. Who are you? You're beautiful. Local hero, local legend. Hey, that's my friend. So good to see you. I like you. Thank you, God, for her precious life. Thank you for her beautiful life. Thank you, flow through her Holy Spirit. Boom. For reals? Yeah, why not? Come here, Henley. Thank you, Lord, for the creativity and the grace of God that's upon her life. I thank you for her most precious spirit. Soft, 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 soft thank you Holy Spirit for flowing through her imparting yourself to her I honor her Lord because I thank you for the treasure that's in her heart I thank you for the visitation of Jesus that's coming to her at the age of 12 I thank you for walking into her life and thank you Spirit of God being released into her life what do you want me to pray for? you're cool you got a Levi shirt on come on you little hustler you're a baller come on I like you what's your name? Alexander the Great you know he's powerful you said how did he conquer the world come on one place at a time Alexander the Great cried because he had nothing else to conquer isn't that powerful it's a true story Alexander the Great he, he cried and wept bitterly because he had nothing else to conquer in his life he died when he stopped having a fight in his life how many know you were made for a fight make sure you fight the right thing and for the right thing and not the wrong thing Lord, thank you for Alexander. Thank you that Lord let his life be amazing. Let your supernatural presence flow through him tonight. I thank you, Jesus, for his incredible love and his passion. Let him experience you. Flow through him right now. You're going to feel like an energy flow through you. There it is, Alexander. Boom. I won't let you fall. I got you. I got you. Oh, you want to fall. Okay. Come here, sweetheart. Who are you? Yeah, you. Come on with your phone and everything. lift your hands Jesus I thank you that you love her I thank you that you care for her Holy Spirit I pray you'd impart yourself to her all the young people just put your hands up down here Just don't let me call you off Shh. let me just go after it I ain't going to let the devil and all society and transgenderism put their hands on you you're going to be mighty in the land you ain't, you ain't normal you, God lives inside you we're not going to let our teachers tell us who we are we're going to let God tell us who we are Come on, you young, powerful peeps. Come on, Josiah's generation. Josiah discovered the Word of God, and he changed the whole nation. Come on, you young people. Just lift your hands for a minute. Everybody, I'll just lay hands on you. Lift your hands. Come on. Lord, I pray God, empower them keep them strong. If you're still here, pray for these young people real fast. Come on. Pray that God will keep them holy, pure, strong, protected, powerful, that they'd be mighty. They'd be mighty in word, mighty in love, mighty in relationships. They would be healed. They'd be strong. Come on. We're not going to let society have our kids. How many know that's true? Come on. God, these are our kids. Let them do great things in the earth. Let them be creative. Let them be powerful. Let them change culture. Let them bring healing. Let them bring hope. Let revivals break out all over our schools. Let revivals break out all over our schools that the media has to pay attention to, that CNN and Fox have to report. Flow through her. Flow through her. Spirit of God, flow through her. I pray flow, flow, flow. I pray as I lay my hands, let there be an impartation. Let great boldness be over them. Let power of the Holy Spirit flow in their life. Let the gifts of the Holy Spirit flow in their life. Let strength flow into their life. Let power flow into their life. Let them not be normal. Let them be a Jesus people, radical and creative and innovative. Let them make big money. Let them change the world. Let them be world shakers for your kingdom. Lord, I pray they won't be normal. I pray, God, great grace over them. Great grace over all these world shakers. Oh, bam. Thank you for the prophetic anointing, Lord. Thank you for the prophetic anointing over Sterling's life. And Lord, I thank you for over their family, over that home. Thank you for the healing grace that flows through his beautiful bride and the prophetic gift that flows through Sterling. Thank you, Father, for this leader of leaders. Thank you for a builder of champions you, Father. You're showing me the revelatory gifts are about to be sped up in his life. That you're going to accelerate revelation and the prophetic gifting and the words of knowledge in his life. And I thank you, Lord, that you're expanding. You're expanding him on the inside and expanding his family. And great, I thank you, God, great joy and rejoicing shall be in his home great rejoicing shall be in his home, and then they'll sell this home, and then there'll be another home, and that will be for a couple years, two years, and then they'll step into the dream of their home, the home of their dreams. I thank you for succession, and I thank you they're going from glory to glory and strength to strength, says the Spirit of grace in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for that. Thank you, Lord. Bam. Man, this is juice. Why do you pray for people? Because why? the Bible says when they lay hands on them, the Holy Spirit got imparted to people. The Holy Spirit can get imparted to people. Why do you care about that? Because God wants His Holy Spirit to operate in people. Come on. Greater is God's grace in people than the the standards of the world. We could be wise, excellent, disciplined, powerful. I need you worship team take me somewhere like elijah having to do that now you know what i mean like it's been some years since his life on the planet rudy i'm standing here and the lord's yelling your name in my ear and the lord says you're about to see a transformation over your family over these next three months and that God's going to renovate things, and He's going to take the sting out of two failed deals in your life and two failed, like, relational deals, and He's going to mend things. And all of a sudden, you're going to feel a surge of, like, just this energy and passion behind you, behind your back. It's going to thrust you forward. He's going to shut the door on just like where you felt like you've been stuck in a setback. And this is a comeback time for you. And it's going to be a supernatural. God's going to underwrite it by his grace. And all of a sudden you're going to see a couple opportunities are going to begin. Things are going to start to come together relationally. It's the best way I know to say it. There's going to be a connection of dots relationally, three strategic relationships in your life. That's going to propel not just your business and career, but it's also going to propel you in like the connection and things you experience and joy you have in your life. God's bringing new things into your life and he's cut the umbilical cord on a, on some of the old things. So don't try to revive it was dead corpses in your life. This is a new season for you, Rudy, and you're going to feel a freedom in your mind where that oppression has been against your mind. I see like a ball against your head. I break that thing's power tonight and I command freedom over your mind because Jesus purchased it for you. In his name, I release that to you tonight. Bless you. You say, can that work? I got chased out of this building about two years ago. And somebody took their video and said, here's my fiance, they're dying of COVID in the hospital and they had a trach down their throat and everything. On a video out in the middle of the parking lot, we shot a little video where me and John Heinrichs, we prayed. There he is, hey! I want to say God bless you all, I love you. I want to say one prayer for everybody. Lord, bless them, prosper them, keep them, strengthen them. Let the communion, let the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be rich in their life. Let your presence fill their homes, their hearts. Favor with God, favor with man, favor with God, favor with man. Let these next 45 days, you prophesied incredible promotion, incredible contractual opportunities. I pray that it would be a super bloom on seeds. And Lord, I thank you, Father, that we're going from glory to glory, strength to strength. I bless them tonight in the name of the Lord. And I thank you that, God, we walk out of here more than conquerors in Jesus' name. If you believe that, give the Lord a clap and a shout.
0: Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com